you've summarized it amazingly. That's such a concise and clear summary. Um, and I think a lot like your book in terms of the structure and the way that you've set it up, because, you know, what you're saying is what I think is going through a lot of people's minds, a lot of executives, there's something in the background, but they just don't connect with it enough. And, uh, but when you start to connect with it, then it just starts to fill you up more and more. It becomes, it becomes fulfilling. Right. And this is, you know, and, and I just posted a video about this um, yesterday. People want to look it up on my, on my Instagram page. And I call this sovereign happiness. Now, sovereign happiness is happiness regardless of what plays out in our outer world. Now, our mind and our, you know, through our subconscious programming and our belief systems and, you know, which is basically the software programming that has been instilled in the early years of a childhood, has this idea that our happiness is a, is a product of what happens in our outer world. So if we're in a beautiful marriage and we have all the cars and houses and jobs and careers and money we want, now we're happy. Right. That's what the mm -hmm. world tells us. That, mm -hmm. That's that's what society tells us. Like, that's where you find your happiness. Now, there's a big reason for that, because that's really good for business. Right. Because <laughs> you're constantly seeking and chasing the next thing. And advertising plays on that subconscious mind, you know, plays it like a like a fiddle. Right. Um, now, the reality is that actually happiness, joy, fulfillment, all the beautiful qualities that we want to draw into our life actually all live in our inner world unabashedly by whatever happens in our outer world. Yeah. Now, this is also what all the great masters and teachers talked about. Yeah. Now, here's the problem with the ancient wisdom traditions and, and, um, and, and, and religious um, interpretations, religious scholars. So the Bible, for instance, is an absolutely epic book. Epic. It's been re-penned re, re, re a little few times. It's been edited a little bit much. But if you go to the most original version, you can get your hands on. Now, here's the thing. And this is what I'm talking about as, as well, right? Um, words. Words are just content. Mm -hmm. Now, when we talk about the metaphysical, the spiritual, the religious, if you wish, right? We're talking about that which is beyond words, beyond content. And so all religious teachings, all wisdom traditions talk in symbolism. They don't talk in literal terms. If you read the Bible literally, yeah. right? You know, you can come away with some really distorted views. Because there are stories about stoning people and all kinds of stuff. And that wasn't Jesus' teachings. But, you know, the history of humanity has passed on knowledge and wisdom through storytelling, symbolism. When you go to all the indigenous cultures, and, and there's here in the U.S. and in Canada, too, we have dismissed and ruined and, and, and uh, completely ignored the wisdom of the indigenous people. 
Now it's coming. It, there's a rise in it, right? Because we're realizing now, like, shit, these guys, they had some epic wisdom yeah. that can actually solve some of our biggest problems. Because, you know, they had this notion, we don't inherit the earth from our ancestors. We borrow it from our children. Yeah. Now, that's an indigenous wisdom proverb. Now, if you have actually sit on that for just a moment, right, that changes everything. Mm-hmm. We, this biosphere, right, that we are ruining, you know, we're on this bullet train of extinction, really. We have a few decades to turn this, this around. How does it change your mindset when you actually intrinsically connect with the notion in your heart that we are borrowing this earth? It's not ours. And, you know, when we read the Bible and we have dominion of the earth, now there's a translation issue there, right? Because it wasn't dominion in the way we interpret that word. Yes. We are stewards. And then in the, in, in the two religions that are really ruining this world, which is the religion of money and the religion of science, right? Disconnected from the heart, both of them. So in the religion of science, we are now cheering on And I love Elon Musk, but we're cheering him on. We're going to Mars. We're going to colonize Mars. Now, there's there's an intellectual adolescence in that. And how about we become good stewards of this planet first? Why, Why do you think it's a good idea that we, humanity, that has made a complete, excuse my French, fucking mess of this world, why should we be colonizing the next planet? I mean, just like, why don't you apply that? scientific brain power and solving the biggest challenges we have here right which actually helps most of humanity because we can't ship eight billion people to mars no matter how hard you try we can't build enough rockets to do it so like you know let's let's get real here right but this is a disconnection from the heart we're lost in the cobwebs of our mind you know this is like scientific folly and we should be applying this to this earth i don't know if i answered the question but um, you know, when we go in the heart, we tap it in a different reservoir of intelligence, yeah. the, the, the intelligence of life itself. And it's a, and I will, I will point you here because it ties in exactly what you teach. Um, you know, the language of the heart is feeling, sensing, knowing, and intuiting. Right? And this is how we tap it. When we, be, when, we become, when we gain fluency in that language of the heart, which is much more subtle than the mind, now we're tapping into the intelligence of life itself. Now, the intelligence of life itself is not your memory capacity of this little supercomputer here. Now we're tapping into the intelligence of the entire universe, which we have a direct connection with energetically. Right? We're opening up the channels and this is like, you know, you having a, a laptop with a with a, a you know a single hard drive, or you have a laptop con- connected to the internet, yeah. right? So nowadays, you know, we can Google anything we want to know. We don't have to memorize all this stuff. It doesn't have to all be on our laptop, which is our brain. We need to know how to use Google. Well, our heart, in a way, uh, you know, I hate to compare it that way is really Google. And so we learn how the language of the heart, 
now we can tap into this intelligence of life itself. Now that opens a whole different world. And we find out that our inner world is just an incredible oasis. And we can connect with happiness, connect with joy, connect with abundance. We can connect with fulfillment, with purpose, with, you know, all those things, because it already lives within us. And when we do that, now what's happening is that we're going to see this reflected in a holographic way in our life from the outside world. So we become actually very powerful creators. And this is what I'm talking about when I spoke about, you know, if you really want to change the world, change yourself first. If you would like to watch more videos like this, then please subscribe to my channel below. Once again, my name is Steven Dobos. And you can download a free centering exercise. The information is in the description box below.